You're listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Come flex with us Tuesdays and Fridays, 6.30 Central Standard Time, live on YouTube. We'll see you there. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. With your hosts, Josh Bandy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! We are back. <laughs> Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bandy. With me, as always, is Trey. We got 18 years of combined fantasy football experience right here. How you doing over there, Trey? I'm doing good, man. It was a little bit of a rough week in fantasy for me, but I'm here and we're doing this thing. Hey, that's, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do, brother. Um, but today we are getting into some of the news and stories from around the league. Let's get into the headline huddle. All right, everybody. The first thing we have on the headline huddle today is this egregious roughing the passer call on Tom Brady by Grady Jarrett. Like, what is that, bro? I mean, okay. Look, I I, I get what you're saying. It it may have looked rough to, you know, everyone, but you got to think about this. The whole Tua situation has the NFL in an uproar over things like this. That's why I don't understand why the same people who are begging the NFL to to do more for these players are the same ones that are saying, what's going on with this roughing the passer call? It's egregious call. You know what I'm saying? I get that. And, and it's it's just the, when I watch the video, like the, it's just, there's no head to head contact. There's no head to ground contact. I mean, he just gets turned and thrown. And I seen where they had talked to the judge and asked why he called this. And he said, because of the way the hip toss was the same way that Tua got hip tossed. Um, and that because of the angle that he like kind of when he carried him and he threw him a little bit, mm-hmm. it was excessive basically. And I can see that a little bit, but it's just like, man, it is football and there are, you know, you are going to get tackled. And, and then, you know, it had to be on Brady. It just had to. And that's, if it was on anybody else, it wouldn't be near as an uproar, but because it was on Brady, people are like, oh, that's just because, you know, he's Brady and he's 45 and you gotta, you gotta be nice to him. And <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Jerome Boger, the referee that was calling the game, the one who called the rough and the passer. I mean, he's been doing this for a long time. Um, I'm telling you, I think those referees have meetings and all that stuff. And and they're talking to them, telling them they need to watch watch out for these guys a little more. And I mean, I, I think that's what we saw. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's I think it's better to. Um, be cautious than it is to not, you know what I mean? You want, you really want to keep these guys aware, but that's like, even that, um, the, the player that did the fake QB slide or whatever. And, uh, and then ran, I think that was Kenny Pickett, honestly. Um, and then now in the NFL, you know, when, when they go to fake QB or when they go to slide, like you're supposed to back off, but then if they don't, then that should be a flag in my opinion, because like, 
Right. You got to. There's got to be a line drawn somewhere. And uh, when they asked Brady about this uh, roughing the passer call, he said, "Look, man, I throw tablets, not flags." <laughs> <laughs> that is truth. Truth coming out for real. Yeah, I thought he was going to say I throw footballs, not not flags, but tablets makes sense. All hey, right, moving on. Oh, Packer Daily hopping in to say, hey, what's up over there, man? Hey, What's up, Packer Daily? Hey, thanks for joining us, brother. All right, the next thing we got in the headline huddle is Devontae Adams facing discipline for punish for pushing a credentialed person post-game, a cameraman. That video, bro, I watched that, and that was just like a bully mad crybaby. Like, that's the best way to explain it. Like, he, you know, he was furious after the collision with Hunter Renfro, the confusion on the final play, and he walks off the sideline. He throws his helmet down, storms off towards the locker room. Dude was just in his way, pushes him in, doesn't even blink, just keeps walking like, get out of my way, bitch. <laughs> hmm Yep, exactly. I mean, Devontae is not used to losing, man. That's that's all there is to it. He's not, he's not used to losing, and he's used to, a, a, I'd say, a quarterback with a higher standard for receivers. And, I mean, it, it just showed everything there. I mean, this is crazy. He's going to get suspended for that, I think, you know. I mean, there are consequences no to that. You're 100% correct, though. That is a crybaby move right there, and it's unacceptable. And then he come out for his apology. It didn't seem genuine at all. He was like, well, he just kind of got in my way, and I was just like trying to get him out. No, you were pissed off. You saw an opportunity of a tiny dude not in pads, and you Mm -hmm. shoved him down. Like, that's just bully mentality. And the thing was, you know, you say about the high quality of quarterback, but the problem with that last play was Devontae – I don't know if it was Devontae Adams or Hunter Renfrew. One of them didn't run their route correctly. You know what I mean? And they collided into each other. Otherwise, maybe that would have been a better play. But, you know, there's frustration and, and you you get mad, but you can't take it out on the cameraman, dude. He's just doing his job. Exactly. Exactly. It, ridiculous. Uh, Devontae, you're better than that, man. Come on. After such an amazing fantasy performance by him, too. I mean, he only had a couple catches, but they were all freaking monster catches. Yeah. I and, lost uh, the game because of him. So Exactly. Exactly. Thanks, and, and now, now Devontae Adams owners, you know, that shout out Devontae Adams for letting all your owners down. Uh, for the next couple of weeks or you know, however many games he gets suspended, I'm sure it'll be at least one, if not two or three. Mm-hmm. It needs to be. It needs to be. Let's keep it moving, guys. So the next thing we want to talk about is the Tua rule. Um, they haven't really got a name for this yet, but um, it's the new thing that they're talking about, uh, the concussion protocol. Um, they're adding ataxia to the mandatory list of symptoms, which would stop a player from re-entering the game. Um, they define ataxia as abnormally abnormality of balance, stability, motor coordination, or dysfunctional speech caused by a neurological issue. So basically if they're jiggling and jiving, you know, on the field, like Naeem Hines Thursday night, you could clearly see that man had ataxia. Um, and even if they go to the locker room and they pass the concussion protocol, if a judge on the field saw some, any kind of, you know, loss of movement or something like that, then, then they're going to be out the rest of the game. And that's just how it's going to be. Uh, and and it, that's how it should be. Honestly, they, the NFL. I'm glad to see them taking um, responsibility for things and and applying more rules um, because you you can't trust the word of the player. I, I was watching an interview. Uh, Peyton Manning talked about how they used to give them these tests before the game, and then they would give them a test if they were concussed or something like that. So they would see if they did worse on the test after, then um, 
that meant that they had a, a problem, a concussion or, or, or something like that. And so Peyton says that he used to go and when he would do the test, he would do it bad the first time. So that way, when he took it the second time, he would, uh, you know, still be able to play. Wow. That's <laughs> he, insane. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, that's, that's crazy. I, I'm, I'm glad to see them taking it out of the hands of the players because the players are going to play. That's what they do. That's what they're there for. That's what they want to do. They've the whole life they have practiced and did, you know, countless hours of, of, of muscle, everything, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and I mean, it's good that they're doing this, I think. And and to the people that were, you know, talking crap about Teddy Bridgewater saying that, you know, he didn't even get hurt, like he was fine uh, and everything. There was a sideline judge who saw him uh, have a little buckle in his knees um, and it was just a small amount and it probably wasn't even shown on TV, but it was enough to where they called it. And I think that that's the best for these players. As much as we love fantasy and as much as it's so much fun for us and everything, these are real people we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their lives are most important. You know, we don't want any of these guys, you know, being brain dead or anything from, you know, having a double concussion and all that stuff. Like, that's just not cool. Um, it's a sport and it's fun and it's great, but we don't want anybody to get hurt out there, you know? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. All right, let's keep it moving on. The Panthers fired their head coach, Matt Rule, and D.C. Phil Snowfred. Yeah, I mean, he's goner. Um, yeah, uh, they, they, they were saying that they fired him because uh, the, he couldn't get over the hump, and the hump was winning. Um, they, he still, Panthers still owed uh, Matt Rule $40 million, though, Um one thing that I've thought about with this is Baker Mayfield. How many coaches has Baker Mayfield been through? If you count <laughs> Cleveland, all that, Baker Mayfield has been through it, bro. Every year, at least, he has a new coach. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule's head coaching record, 11-27. and 27. I mean, that's that's not good, man. He had the players. He, 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 he had everything he needed to be successful. A good wide receiver in DJ Moore. Christian McCaffrey, I mean, finally healthy this year, still not winning games. He didn't have a great quarterback ever in his whole time there. I mean, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, he he never really had the guy at QB. And I I think that's why it never really worked out for him. Um, But there's uh, college head coaching jobs are going to be open for him because that's where he came from. You know, the Panthers brought him in because – they saw what he did with Temple, took a, a losing franchise and made him a winning franchise. And, you know, they were hoping that he'd be able to turn that around for the Panthers. It just, you know, doesn't seem like it was happening. Well, hopefully the Panthers are on the rise now because of it. Um, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield getting hurt and everything, that's going to really hurt him. But is it going to hurt him that much? You know, Baker's not been playing very good. So uh, I'd like to see a guy come in there and coach him up because DJ Moore, man, uh, he's, he's wasted potential right now. And it's sad to watch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. The last thing we have on the headline huddle today is Antonio Brown's whack ass. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. This man needs help. Bro, it's like every, I mean, it's just every day something new pops up with him going, doing something crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see the picture of him uh, with Giselle with his arm around him, bro. Yeah, just taking shots at Tom Brady and and in the book, the children's book, uh, Daddy's Not Gonna Be Home Tonight. Like, what? It's got Brady's face plastered on there. Like, 
But what is wrong with him? It's like he's just doing things to try to stay relevant. That's what it feels like to me. And he's oh, got yeah, a, he's taking shots. Yeah, exactly. And oh, and everybody's talking about uh, AB. Everybody talk about AB. All these people in his ear talking about how, you know, you're the man, AB. Don't let the haters get you down. Dude, he, I think he's a psychopath, bro. Yeah, I know he is, bro. He's just like looking at, at any opportunity to get in the spotlight. And now he's a rapper. Like he's, he dropped an album. It's not good. I listened to a couple songs. It's not good. No. Um, and uh, he posted his check, how he made 150000 off his rap album or whatever. And I'm like, bro, you made that in one game in the NFL. If you were smart enough, you'd still be there. The thing is, um, he's also being sued for trying to defraud the record company for saying he had like one hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars in bills that they, you know, he needed to pay that he racked up charges on stuff. I mean, that's criminal. That's criminal, dude. He's messing up, dude. Every chance he gets, he's doing the wrong thing. Yeah, and then he he made some post about uh, the Cardinals calling them the retardinals. Like, I mean, he dude, he's just he doesn't stop, and he's not gonna stop until someone shuts him up. You know what I mean? Whether it be that court case or whatever. But I mean, uh, he he also said that that he won't play football again uh, unless he plays with his son. Like he's trying to take some LeBron spotlight, where you know LeBron's like he's not gonna retire till his son's in the league or whatever. <laughs> and uh, he's just like reaching and grabbing for anything that that falls to him, you know what I mean? Because he's he's washed and he knows it, and everybody knows it, and he's just fighting for that last breath. And it's like it's ridiculous, is what it is. I mean, he's exposing himself and swimming pools to people. <sighs> when is enough going to be enough, AB? When you're sitting in in jail, because that's what's going to happen. Oh yeah, no doubt. He thinks he's above it all, you mm-hmm. know. Yep. Absolutely. AB, get it together, brother. Hey, if you want to come on the podcast, we can talk about it, bro. We will. That'll be must-see TV for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Over here getting roasted by AB. Uh, guys, that, that has been the show. Please like this video. Please subscribe to our channel. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, we're moving up in the world. We're, things are happening for us. So you want to get in on this? You want to you know, be a part of this? Guys, you can come on here. You can ask questions, anything you want. You can email the show, fourthinflex at gmail.com. Hit us with your start and sit questions, you know, whatever. And hit the subscribe button, guys. We are so close to 1,000. Once we hit 1,000, we're going to start doing giveaways. All kinds of stuff is going to be popping. Hit the notification bell because when we go live on Tuesdays and Fridays, you need to be there. Absolutely. Come check us out and learn something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We'll see you guys. Guys, if you're watching us, also, we're, we're, we're doing another show at 730. We're doing our waiver wire pickups. You you guys are going to be able to watch us every Tuesday and every Friday around 7, 7.30. Check our channel for the exact time, but it's going to be around that time every Tuesdays and Fridays. Come see us, guys. Peace. You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Here we go, here we go. If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex.
and on Twitter at Fourth and Flex Pod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.